Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Chakra Girl Radio. I'm your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons, and we are on a mission to make the world more chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. And today, helping us on this journey is Kara Allwell. She is a New York City-based creative entrepreneur and author who encourages women to live their most effervescent lives, celebrate themselves every day, and to make their happiness a priority. She is a best-selling personal development author, mentor to women entrepreneurs, and creator of the Champagne Diet blog, which is like an OG that I, has been around for so long and I've loved it forever. Um, and she has a mega inspiring podcast, Style Your Mind. Um, so your first book, Kara, I need to tell you, The Girl Code was one of my first self-development books I ever read because I love how you combine fashion and glamour and it's just so fabulous. So welcome to the show, Kara. Oh, thank you, Amber. I'm so excited to be here and I love that you loved Girl Code. I appreciate that. Yes, it was so I remember reading it on an airplane and being like, I don't want this flight to end. <laughs> That's so cool. Because oh, like I like I said, like I love that you, I don't know, you're just so genuinely yourself and you allow the kind of like more finer things in life to be um kind of like the forefront, especially like in personal development, you know, and like the spiritual community, like sometimes that's not as like, you know forefront and I'm down with that vibe. So thank you for paving that path. Yeah. I mean, it's just, for me, it was like, I didn't see anyone in the personal development world or the spiritual world that looked or acted like me or was into the same things as I was into, or at least they wouldn't putting, weren't putting it out there. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. There's gotta be other people like me who love Chanel, who love to drink champagne, (laughs) nice things, who love shopping and fashion and, you know, who are also want to, you know, develop their mindset and their businesses and stuff like that. So it worked. <laughs> We're here. We're here for it. I love it. Okay, Kara, what are you most excited about today? Ooh, today, what am I most excited about? I am um such a great question. I think I'm just excited about well, I'm excited about a new course that I'm working on from a business standpoint. Um, and I'm also just really excited to be kind of getting back to somewhat of a normal groove here in New York. I know it's different all over the country, but you know, little things like just getting to go into a store again and getting to like walk my dog and like go to dinner. Like I'm just, I'm in, I'm always a grateful person, but just this year, my gratitude has been on overdrive. So just the little things and the simple things are making me as excited as the big things used to. Yes. So exactly. Like, do you, are like our restaurants open for you guys yet? They are. So we've had outdoor dining since the summer and we just started indoor dining last week and knock on wood so far, it's been going well. And I've got to say like New Yorkers really are just, they have, we pulled it together, man. I didn't think it was going to happen. It's like nobody here likes to be told what to do, but I think it's just for the greater good and we get it. So, so far, so good. I love it. Okay. So I am most excited today about my new quiz launch. So it's called the goddess archetype quiz. And I, I swear I like channeled it. And I, people are telling me that they're like crying when they read the results and I'm not a crier. So making people cry is kind of like really interesting to me wow. <laughs> but like in a good touching way. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I'll, I will be giving everyone the link in the show notes, but if you're like, I want to do this now, it's quiz.shockgirlco.com slash goddess. Um, I want to know who you would like to give a chakra shout out to today. So staying in line with things that make me feel good. Um, I am a huge soul cycle person. I started riding. First of all, let me just give a disclaimer. I'm not a fitness person at all. Like I was the girl that would like cry before gym class growing up. Like I hate working out, but I found soul cycle five and a half years ago and it just became like a massive part of my life. So with the whole shutdown, now they've reopened outside and I've been able to go and ride again. And it's just been the most incredible experience for me and just done so much for my mental health right now. So I've got to give them a big shout out because pulling that together and basically reinventing a whole company and figuring out how to bring that experience outdoors in a safe way, my mind is blown and like more power to them and all the instructors and everyone who worked on that. So super big shout out to SoulCycle. Shout out. I love that. And what's, I mean, I have a Peloton, but there's something to be said about like the soul cycle vibe where it's like the community and the inspiration and the motivation. It's really magical. Yeah. And it's community over competition. You know, Peloton's about the numbers and I've done both. I have a Peloton at home. I I do it with the classes off. I just do it to my own music. And it's, it's really focused on numbers and competing and there's a leaderboard school is not about that. It's like, just come here and chill out. It's so spiritual. It's so internal. So I'm about that in business and in fitness. Yes. Keeping the blinders on. And I always turn my leaderboard off on my Peloton as well. Yeah. I I just, it's not my thing. Not my vibe. Um, Okay. I want to shout out. um, So her name is Erin Rogers. Uh, Her Instagram is erinrogers.io. And have you heard of auto? What is it? What is it called? Auto cartography? No, I haven't. Okay. So it's basically like, she looks at your birth chart and somehow like overlays it on the map. And it shows you like different parts of the world where you have like past life lineage. Hmm. Interesting. It is so crazy. Um, and so we like uncovered all of this, like Egyptian past life stuff. And she also does human design. So I did this really amazing reading with her yesterday. She kicked my ass a little bit into like playing bigger in my life. So shout out Aaron Rogers and you guys should go check her out. And, um, I'll give you guys the link for that. Tell her I sent you, uh, have you done human design? I haven't. I have, I have friends who have done it, who have tried to get me to do it. And like, I actually think my friend, one of my friends like did it for me. I think I'm a manifesting generator or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I don't really like, I haven't really gone deep into it yet. Okay. I love that. And that makes so much sense for you because you, I feel like you do so many things and that's such a manifesting generator thing. Like you can literally have your hand in like 20 different things and not get overwhelmed. Yeah. And I love starting stuff. Like I love like the conceptualizing and like building things. That's the best part. I'm not like a follow through kind of gal. (laughs) Like I like to do the (laughs) beginning and then someone else figure it out. (laughs) Uh, Love it. Okay. So let's get into our slumber party questions. What is your daily ritual? Ooh, my daily ritual. I mean, gratitude is the first thing that I do. I mentioned it earlier, but really truly is the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. And when I'm not feeling myself and I'm off in some way, it's always because I forgot to do that. Mm. So that is for sure. Um, the thing I do first thing in the morning and then throughout the day, do you want like lots of like rituals or just one? I mean, what, like, what is the, like, what's the morning, like before you get to work? So the morning for me is really special 
I get up early. I get up without an alarm. Once I quit my corporate job, I was like, I'm never getting up with an alarm again if I don't have to. <laughs> so I get up around seven. I do my gratitude. Uh, I come in the apartment, like into you know the living room. I have a live workspace, so my it's a really open apartment. I live in New York City, so my office is kind of like the corner of my living room area. I light a candle, and when I light my candle, I set my intention for the day, and I put on music. I don't dive into the news especially now it's really hard not to dive into it. I really try my best to not go there yet. First thing in the morning, I just read like the New York times daily briefing. And then I, I just listen to music. I put on music and I just start the day with what I call creative exploration. And that is anything from like going on Pinterest or reading an article in Vogue that I want to read, or like watching an interview with like a, you know, badass like female boss that I love. And, you know, just sort of like set my mind right. Just by surrounding myself with things that lift me up. And I try to really prolong like the annoying stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So it's really, it's just like a sacred little time for me in the morning. And that can last anywhere from like an hour to like two or three hours, to be honest with you. Like I really will hold off getting into work mode until like nine or 10 AM. Yeah. I'm like, I totally agree. And I love the idea of really getting yourself inspired first thing in the morning and kind of like lighting that fire. It makes such a difference. And I really try not to respond to text messages too early. Like I scan my phone to make sure there's not an emergency, but as you know, energy is so contagious. And if I wake up and there's like three alarms going off on my phone from like three different friends who need something from me and I start pouring into them before I pour it into myself, it just ruins my whole day. So I have to really be cautious of that. Totally. I love that. Um, Important question. Who's your favorite Kardashian? Ooh, Chloe. Definitely Chloe. She's been the fan fave lately. I feel like everyone's been saying that. I love her too. I think this season, I mean, she's really, she's always glowing. She's fabulous. Yeah. There's just something very genuine about her. She's vulnerable. I think she's the most vulnerable out of all of them from what I can see. I don't know them obviously. Yeah. Um, so yeah. On the Chloe train, what is your favorite crystal? Ooh. Um, I think rose quartz. Yeah. It's such a good one it's just pretty. And it just, I love what it means and what it symbolizes. I actually got a beautiful rose quartz sphere this summer. And it's just like this huge round, beautiful crystal. And I have it in like this little vintage. I love vintage. So it's like a little seashell dish. So it almost looks like this big pink pearl in this shell. It's just like the coolest little setup. Oh, I'm so in love with seashells lately. Have you seen those pillows? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love them. They're expensive though. I'm like, oh. they are. <laughs> I, I did. I splurged and I got them. And then I also had to play, pay duties on them. Cause I'm in Canada and I was like, oh, I didn't factor in the conversion and the duties. That was, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> they look super cute. Um, okay. Amazing. So let's talk about all the things that you do. I want to know about your self-development journey and how it's correlated with your business success. Oh, so my business success is really based on my self-development journey. To be honest with you, I started back, well, I mean, I've been to so many things in my life, right? Like we've all had this whole huge story, but I think for me, if we take it back to like 2008, I was working a full-time job at MTV and I was just in this like corporate career. I was in digital advertising and I was good at what I did, but I was, I had that moment where I was like, is this it? Like, can I do this? Like, can I just continue to go on and like climb this corporate ladder and like move from a cubicle to an office and just like commute every day. And I was really at a place of like a crossroads. And I I knew that I had so much more to give. I knew that I was this passionate, creative person, but I felt stuck. 
you know, and, and for anyone who's listening and Amber, I'm sure you know this too, when you're in the corporate world, it's really hard when you get to a certain point. Like I was climbing the ladder, not even trying to really on MTV and I was getting these promotions and I was getting deeper and deeper. And it was, you can't really just like shift and go in a whole different direction in the corporate space. Totally. You know, I wanted to like go back to the music industry and I had, you know, done that when I was younger, but no one's going to take you, right. You're making a certain amount of money. You have this like certain persona in that world. And I knew that something had to give. And I was actually inspired by a glass of champagne, hence the name, the champagne diet, which is my brand. So I was <laughs> literally my life changed over a glass of champagne. And I won't get into all the details about it, but essentially this glass of champagne that I was holding in my hand, like just, it unlocked something in my brain. And I started thinking about what champagne symbolized. I started thinking about like how people like make such a big deal about opening a bottle of champagne. And it's like such an elevated glamorous drink. And I remember like this one night, like it was a happy hour after work, just like holding the champagne in my hand and thinking about the comparison between my life and this glass of bubbly. Right. And I was like, well, I am not living a champagne life as I like to call it. I am not living a life where I'm celebrating things and I feel beautiful and glamorous and luxurious. I'm like really in a rut. I hate my job. I'm in this really toxic relationship. I had put on weight. I wasn't healthy. So this glass of champagne inspired me to start this personal transformation journey, essentially. And I started treating my body better. I started eating better. I started pursuing things that made me happy, like writing and, you know, transferring departments at work and getting a position that was a little bit better than what I was in and really just like changing things. And I started a blog to chronicle that journey. And the blog was called the champagne diet. And through that blog, I was sharing my own experiences. And while I was sharing, I was also learning. And the first PD book I ever read was The Secret. And I never saw the movie, but I read the book. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is the law of attraction? Like what this, like, what is this witchcraft? (laughs) (laughs) And I just got sucked in and I started, you know, I've always been a very optimistic person and a positive person, but like reading that solidified for me that this was actually like a way of life. Like I could actually manifest things. I could actually choose to live in a high vibration and choose to live in a different space. So that kind of set me off on a path. And you know, as I grew, I really just chronicled everything that I was learning. And in the beginning, my whole brand and my writing, my books were kind of based on personal development. And then as I made the transition to turn my passion into a career and leave MTV and really take my brand to the next level, it sort of went into like professional development. And that's when I wrote wrote girl code because my, you know, I went from like being this, just like girl who wanted to like live better to like this girl who wanted to live better and also create like a career path for herself. Mm -hmm. So it has like definitely taken shape through the years. It's been 12 years in the making going on 13 next year, which is just so wild. Um, yeah. So that's just kind of like how it's, how it's gone. And whenever I'm, you know, whenever I learn something, I share it with my girls and it's just, you know, I always say like my brand is kind of like sex in the city, but like replace the sex in men with like PD and personal yes. development and, and, and like growth. <laughs> yes. Yes. Being your best self. I love that. And yeah. like we talked about before, you were kind of that kind of um, first glam vibe in the self-development world. So I want to know like what challenges you faced kind of trying to trailblaze that path and how you overcome, how you overcame those challenges. So I remember in the very beginning, and this is, I'm dating myself here, but this is before we had Instagram. So this was just like the Twitter days and the Facebook days. Mm. I would get a lot of slack from people. I got trolled a lot. Like people didn't take me seriously. They were like, who is this girl talking about champagne and talking about living her best life? And I was also younger and I was new. So it was like perfect storm for people to kind of like bully me and not take me seriously. 
but I didn't care. I just kept doing it. I kept doing what I was doing. Um, my first book actually, so girl code's actually my fourth book. I wrote, I self-published three books before that. And the first book that I, uh, tried to self-publish got rejected 19 times by 19 wow. different publishers. So I faced a lot of rejection early on, but I, that's what built me. Whenever anyone says to me like, oh, I'm scared to try because I don't want to fail. I'm like, that's what's going to build your character and make you who you are. So those moments are now the stories that I tell on podcasts like this or in future books and with my clients that, you know, show people like you, I don't believe in the word failure. I really believe that every failure is an experience and a chance to just pivot and shift gears and figure out what didn't work and then move into something that does work. Mm, I, I know. I always say the only people that fail are the people that quit. Yeah, exactly. And the, the people who are successful are just the people that stuck with it. Yeah. You know, I think everyone's like, Oh, she, you know, she's on this TV show or she got this book deal or whatever. And it's just because they stuck around longer than you did. <laughs> you yeah. know? So it's like, just stay in the game and you will become that person too. Just gotta have patience. I think patience is probably one of the most underrated, um, qualities that you can possess as a businesswoman. Yes. I feel like I have it in business, but I don't have it in traffic or life. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I don't think anyone has it in traffic. No. <laughs> um, so what tips do you have for people who either maybe want to start something that hasn't been done before, or even someone who wants to start something that has been done, but they're, they want to kind of put their own spin on it. Like how can they kind of build that confidence to just do it? One of my favorite mantras is create what you wish existed. And I think when there is an opportunity for you to find a void in the marketplace with something you're passionate about, that is like the perfect storm. That is the perfect opportunity to jump in and do something. And it's scary and you will not have proof that it works. You will not have a formula for it. You will not have a blueprint. And I think if anybody tries to tell you there's like a blueprint for business, like just run away because there's not. I can tell you that from being in business for a very long time, there is no one way to do things, but I think that's, what's so cool about it. You get to be creative. You get to figure out how to build something. I mean, when I created the champagne diet, nothing, I didn't think anything like that existed in the personal development space and the professional development space. So there's a lot of isolation in that. And you have to be prepared for that. You have to be prepared to maybe sometimes you're the only person that sees your vision, right? Like it just because someone else doesn't see it doesn't mean it's not viable. It doesn't mean that it's not going to work. So you've got to put those blinders on. You've got to stay focused. You've got to just like come back to that vision every single day, multiple times a day, if you have to, and know that if you God spirit, whatever you believe in placed that vision on your heart, it's there for a reason. It's mm -hmm. there for you to make it happen. And if you have it, no one else has it even more power to you. That's even more of a responsibility for you to go out there and make it happen. So that's my advice for anyone who was trying to do something new and blaze a new trail for anyone that wants to kind of do their own spin on things. I mean, your authenticity, your ability to be vulnerable, your ability to think outside the box and be creative. It's what's going to set you apart. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think that there's so much to be said for someone who just does things their own way and doesn't conform. I think like kind of keeping your eyes on the prize and like not paying too much attention to what people are doing in your space. I've never followed a lot of life coaches. I don't read personal development books. In fact, when I finally got my book deal, I told my editor, I'm not reading any of my comps. So you can do that. <laughs> you can read them. You can tell me what's out in the marketplace. I don't want to read them because I don't want to take on someone else's voice inadvertently. You know, I don't want to pick up someone else's message without realizing it. It happens. I have had clients who have 
said things that I know that I told them, or I know that are excerpts from my books. They don't realize it. You know, like they're, they're just consuming my content so much that they're then like kind of regurgitating it. So I think you have to be really cautious in what you're consuming and realize that you have to go from consumer to creator once you are. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. One of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives and I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV, but I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Making things. Once you are creating a brand, once you're carving out a niche for yourself, you have to stop being a consumer and you have to start thinking like a creator and acting like a creator. Mm, I love that. And so many things are regurgitated. So I love that you brought that up and I know for myself too, I had to go in and just block so many people. Cause I'm like, I'm starting to fucking sound like one of them. Like I need to sound like me. Like, um, and no one can, no one can do you like, no one can do it the way that you do it. And anytime you have like any kind of rejection or, um, what you would perceive as a failure, like that's just another opportunity to stand even stronger in your ground and claiming who you are and showing up as yourself more than ever. Exactly. I, I completely agree with you. I love. So you have your hands in so many things. I want to know like how you use your intuition to know what the right ideas are and you know, what, you know, what, how, how do you just know, okay, this, this project is a go and this one is maybe later or not at all. That's a great question. I am huge into, you know, following your gut, like really trying to balance the feminine and masculine energies that we all have. And when I'm in creation mode, I'm totally in my feminine. I'm totally like just spending time listening to my gut, listening to the voice in my head. For me, it is something, if something is going to happen in my world, if I'm going to go forward with a project, it's got to be something I can't stop thinking about. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got to be that thing that just keeps showing up. That thing that just keeps taking over my mind, the thing that gives me a feeling that I almost can't even put it to words. It's like just that excited adrenaline rush when you think about it happening that's how I know if something starts to feel draining on me, if something starts to feel like maybe I thought I wanted to do it, but then I start to get into it and it's not feeling so good. I have no problem letting it go. 
I'm like, this is just not serving me. I need to move on. I need to put it to rest, maybe put it on the shelf for a little while, come back to it later. But I think just paying attention to those feelings, as opposed to paying attention to the thoughts, the thoughts are good, but the feelings are what create the thoughts, right? So paying attention to the feeling first and going off of that, and then making my decisions like based on just that internal knowing. Mm, I, I know intuition is like truly the most important thing. Like why is no one not, why are more people not talking about this? Like it's not the business blueprints. It's what's inside. Well, a lot of people don't trust themselves and that's yeah. the sad part. You know, a lot of the, the women that I work with are like, well, I should do this because you know, this is what's going to be successful. I'm like, no, what's going to be successful is where your heart is and where yeah. you want to put all of your energy. Because if it, if you hate it, you're not going to show up for it the same way that you would, if you're obsessed with something, when I'm into something, I am doing it 24 seven. I don't yeah feel drained. I feel energized and it just, it works. And I've made some weird shit work in the past. So I know for a fact (laughs) that like whatever you can see can happen as long as you're willing to put your whole self into it. Yes. And people can feel it. Like they know when you're actually excited, they know when you're vibing high on it. Yep. I love. Um, so I want to know what tips you have for any like multi-passionate entrepreneurs to keep focused. Like, do you feel like it's important to finish one thing before starting the next thing or, you know, get really good at one thing before moving on? So I am multi-passionate and I do a lot of different things, but I don't do them all at the same time. Yeah. I like to work in seasons and the season could be three days. The season could be three months. The season could be a year but I really try to prioritize everything that I love to do. So in my book, Girl on Fire, I actually have a whole chapter dedicated to this because I cannot even tell you how many women have come to me and said, Kara, I I love so many things, but I'm just overwhelmed and I'm paralyzed. I don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. So one of the easiest things I can tell you to do is just to make a list. I'm a huge list maker. My mom would told me from when I was like a kid, like pros and cons list, make (laughs) lists and prioritize. And it's so basic, but it really is powerful. So let's say that you're into six different things, make a list of those six things and then number them in priority order based on like the first thing that feels exciting to you. So going with your gut, going with your intuition and then go through that list and think about it logically. What is actually something you want to put your time into? So maybe your heart is telling you to write a book, but you know, for whatever reason, this isn't the time for you to write that book because you have other commitments, other obligations, then you can move that down the list. So it's like a part part intuition, right? Part feminine, part masculine. And it's really just being real with yourself and not getting into over your head. I think that's when we get into trouble. When we think we can do it all, this happens with every coaching mastermind that I do. Everybody makes like 12 goals the first week. And then week two, no one's done anything because it was too much. So I think baby steps are brilliant and really breaking down your goals into like these bite-sized little pieces is better than sort of you know, Oh, it's like, what is that saying? Like over promising and under delivering. You want to yeah. like, you want to over, you want to like, almost like under promise yourself and then over deliver. And I mm. think when you start to do things and you start to check off those little tiny goals, you build momentum and that momentum starts to build confidence. And then it just spirals in a good way from there. Yes. I love that. And I like even thinking of the big results to like give you the energy to keep going, but then breaking the, how you do it into those small chunks and baby steps. Exactly. Yeah. Use that to get you like started. Like I would always picture my book launch party when yeah. I was like trying, trying to sit down this to write a book. Aware. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I have to like, you're, if you want the party, you got to write the book. Yeah. <laughs> so, just do it. Exactly. Um, I've also loved following. You're like very real about your wellness journey, your self-love journey and how, um, you know, your body image journey. I'd love to know your top self-love tips. 
Ooh, such a good one. So I think every woman can probably relate to having struggled at some point with body image, especially this year, you know, our lives have been flipped upside down. We're in quarantine. Everyone that I know has put on a couple of pounds or their routines have been, you know, out of whack. So for me, the one thing that has always helped me is to realize that change has to start with love. You are never going to make a sustainable permanent change from a place of self-loathing. Mm-hmm. And my entire life, I thought that I could hate myself into losing weight. I thought I could hate myself into, you know, loving my body. I I thought that it was like, I had to almost beat myself up to get there. And that's just not true. So coming from a place of self-compassion, you know, but also there's a fine line, right? Because it, you can't be too compassionate where you're like, oh, well, it's okay. Just eat that, you know, have Chinese. Totally. Yeah. It's like a very fine line. line. It's like, no, you deserve this. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And you know what? Sometimes you do, but I think keeping your eye on the prize, just like we said a minute ago, right? Like for me right now, I have a wardrobe full of gorgeous clothing and I know in like 10 pounds, everything's going to fit again. So I could keep repeating the same patterns every day and still be not be able to put my clothes on, or I can just kind of like discipline myself for a little bit, lovingly discipline myself, knowing that I want to be able to wear those beautiful clothes again. Fashion's pretty much my only motivator besides health. (laughs) And (laughs) like know that if I do this, it's going to take me here. So I think like when you realize, when you can connect a behavior to the way it's going to make you feel, I think that's like, that's been a huge like game changer for me, right? Like not like, oh, I have to work out because I have to lose 10 pounds. No, I'm going to work out because when I'm done, I'm going to feel like a badass. Mm -hmm. When I'm done, those jeans are going to slide on me again. When I'm done, I'm going to feel strong. So it's just, it's really just like shifting that in your mindset. And another thing that has been huge for me when it comes to fitness, like I said, I've never been like a super athletic person, but when I get on that bike, when I go to soul cycle, or if I lift weights or do a strength training routine, I tell myself, like, I get to do this. Mm -hmm. I get to work out right now. There are people that would kill to be in my shoes. There are people in hospital beds right now. There are people who are paralyzed. Like I'm so fortunate and blessed that I get to do this. So don't waste it. Yeah. And I, I totally uh, resonate with you when you said like in gym class, you were like, you were the one who did not want to work out and you didn't have that natural desire to work out. And it was totally the same for me. And I feel like during quarantine, I was like, okay, to keep my mind clear, I actually like need this. Like, like, oh, yeah. that, it's great for the body, but the way it makes your mind feel as well. And I just felt so much more clear. And I, I always had this idea like, oh, I can't work out from home. Like there's no way I need to be in a class. I need to have people yelling at me, but learning <laughs> to shift and like, okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. One of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives and I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else 
to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Be able to be self-motivated has been the biggest game changer for me. So yeah, making those little shifts, we never know what's going to be happening with the world, but just kind of like trusting your own resilience. Yeah. And you know, you're going to be in a good mood. It's like the ultimate like mood booster for me, especially if it's that time of the month and I'm hormonal, I'm like, I got to get a sweat in or I'm going to murder someone. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You have a really amazing online community too. Tell us about it. Yeah. So interestingly enough, I started the style of your minds Academy. So the style of your mind is my podcast and it's a brand of workbooks that I have personal development workbooks. I started this Academy in January because I really wanted to take the conversations that were happening like on my Facebook page or in my social media comments or Instagram DMS. And I wanted to bring all the women together that I saw connecting in that space. And I had had a free group a couple of years ago called the Slay Baby Collective. I don't know if you remember that, but this was like, that was like 2015, 2016. That group grew to like 13,000 plus women. And I I couldn't control it. Even with help, I couldn't control it. So I wanted to create a community that was super intentional. That was not just a Facebook group, but that was also a space for women to connect, to learn, to experience what coaching is like with me. So we do three group coaching calls a month. Two are like, two are dedicated to whatever the theme for the month is. And then one's just a girl's night in that I wound up actually adding while we were in quarantine and I just kept it. And then I create a workbook for the girls each month too. So weirdly enough, I started this in January and then everything fell apart in March and it became like this, basically like this sacred space for these women to just lean on each other and support each other. And it's just been such a beautiful thing to see. We have over 600 members now and it's really fun. It's just something unique and different. And it's like, I made it super affordable because you know, with coaching, coaching can be expensive when you're pouring into someone, my private high-end programs are are super expensive, but this is like less than a dollar a day. I wanted to make it like basically a no brainer for almost anyone. And especially with, you know, a lot of people losing their jobs, it is something that is so affordable for most people. And that was important to me because I never want anybody to feel left out. I don't want anyone to ever feel like if they don't have, you know, $2,500, they can't get on a group coaching experience or if they, you know, so it, to me, it was just important to make something that was accessible for all. And that would continue to give people value every single month, not just a short term, you know, experience. This is like ongoing it's monthly though. So like people don't have to sign up for the whole year. They can just come in and out as they please, but it's just been so cool. And it's been honestly, like, I'm sure, you know, this too, like doing this kind of work as much as it helps the people that listen to us, it also helps me. It's Always. Been, you know, it's, it's just like anytime I bring my clients through a program, I'm like going through the transformation with them. Totally. And you feel on purpose and you feel fulfilled in a way yeah. that many other things can't do. Well, and in the coaching industry as well, I don't know if you had the same experience when you first started, but 
um, it was a very like high ticket, high ticket, high ticket it was all about the big money. And I remember thinking like you too, like, but not everyone is ready for this. So um, I love the way that the world is going now where people are creating these lower ticket things and, you know, more people, it's like the lower the prices, the more people are going to buy it. You're still making good money, but like you're able to help more people. And that's what it's all about. I fully agree. I've always been about scaling and that has yeah. been important to me. Like I've, I've actually, I mean, no shade to any coaches out there who charge exorbitant amounts of money for their programs. That's not, that's great for them. But like, I've never resonated with that. That has yeah. never felt exciting to me. I have felt really weird about that, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I'm like, I know what, I know I'm valuable. I know that what I've done, I know my business experience, I know, but it doesn't have to be that extreme and that out of reach for the average person. I have yeah. just felt like I've been able to create things. I, I sort of look at my business in tiers. There's like the free content, which is ongoing. You know, that's the podcast of social media. There's books. That's like a $10 investment. There's the group, which is like a $29 investment. And then it goes, you know, it continues to go exactly. up for more time and energy directly with me, but there's something for everyone. Yeah. I love that. I love this. I'm loving the new model and like being in creative for you to be continuously creating for this program as well. The creation process is like we were saying to personal development for yourself and it's keeping you excited about it. Like it's one thing to create a course and then put it out there and then it's done, but to be continuously putting in what you're learning, what's currently on your heart and putting it out there. That's like the, the magic and the fun of it. Yeah. And it's fun. You know, like this month we're doing like style your space and we're going to have home organizers come on and do a call. And we're talking about the connection between like home and your creativity and you know, what your space feels like, like you get to just be so creative with it. It's not all just like mindset or business. Like it just, it gets to be whatever you want it to be. Yes. So fun. I love, well, we are going to link all of you guys to the style your mind Academy. So make sure to check out the show notes. So we're going to move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last time we manifested and I can go first. So I just got back from a five day retreat and I'm like, amazing. I'm going to pack my bathing suit. Um, this is going to be a vacation. And I was so excited and no, 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 no. It was like 15 hour days talking about our feelings, which is not my Aquarius vibe. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, when do I poop? When do I shower? Like, how do I, like, what is going on here? Um, I mean, there are definitely, I, I guess it was what I needed. The universe put me there for some reason. There were definitely some breakthroughs, but I was like, in like, while I was in it, I was like, what the actual fuck? Like, how do I escape? Do I go home? Do I like fake a heart attack? Like, how do I get out of here? (laughs) Um, so that was the, that was the meltdown. Like, and it was like the first few days I was like, oh my God, like I can't do this for another three days, but I decided to start taking breaks. I was like, I'm just going to excuse myself while they're like doing yoga or whatever, I'm going to like go chill in my room. Um, my friend, one of my friends came with me and it was like in this like middle of nowhere city. And the only like watering hole was the Legion. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have the Legion in like the U.S. Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. So it's like Knights of Columbus, right? Like yeah, it's like, well, yeah, it's like the better, like war veterans. Were yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we went to the Legion and we bought everyone around. We felt so cool. It was only like $40. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's amazing. Had the best time. And then I was like, okay, when I, when I realized like there was maybe a little layer of people pleasing that made me feel like, oh, I have to show up to everything or everyone's going to be mad at me. Like, I don't know. I just like, wasn't honoring. uh, I wasn't in alignment with my true power. And that's, I think why I was really dreading it. But once I stepped back and I was like, wait a fucking second, I'm a big girl. I can like choose what I go to while also still getting out of my comfort zone. Like I was very mindful not to be like, okay, am I not doing this because it's out of my comfort zone? Or am I not doing this because I'm just like physically need to like relax? Um, and yeah, so once I kind of like pulled that back into my alignment and my power, I was like, okay, this is actually like when I take it in the doses I want, this is great. I love that so much. That is so funny. I, I would have done the same thing, like sneak off to go get some booze. Yes, please. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> God, talking about feeling that much, I need a little bit of wine. Thank you. I think that's wine for this. Yes. That's so great. Okay, oh well, my God. Last oh God. Well, can I be like really real? 100%. Uh, like watching the news in the past week. Um, and I typically don't. I really like, I, I mean, but you, I mean, living in the US, like you can't not pay attention to the yeah. election and everything that's yeah. going on. And it just got me like, it just, it was such a high and low kind of week. And I typically am not tuned into it, but you really can't look away. It's just such a train wreck. And I had a moment where I called my mom and we were just talking about everything going on. And I just like a wave came over me and I started bawling uncontrollably. Mm -hmm. And I'm so not that person. Like I'm so in control. I'm so optimistic, but it just hit me. And I cried and I got it out. And then I was like, getting back to business. And I like did a post about voting and the, you know, how like to be empowered and like take a stand for like what I believe in. So I really turned that moment of weakness into like a moment to use my platform to encourage people to let their voices be heard and to think about what we want this country to look like moving forward, how to restore integrity in this country. And I think we all have those moments and it's been a very hard year, no matter what you believe and what you stand for, you cannot you know, deny that it's been very emotional. So Mm -hmm. it was bound to happen for me and it happened. And I mean, we still have a month to go. There might be more breakdowns, (laughs) but there is wine and there is a lot of wine. (laughs) There's always something positive to focus on. And I think, you know, on that topic, like doing the work you and I do to me, that has been really important for me this year, because I know that even if I can't change things on a political scale and a legislative scale, like I can still empower people to, create lives for themselves that, that they're inspired by and that they're proud of. And I can help people be strong and I can help people manage their own anxiety. Mm -hmm. So that's been like a saving grace and a way to kind of control that. Yes. And I feel like the, the biggest misalignment right now is the picking sides and the duality but it's like you're we're forced to do it we have to pick a side you know what I mean yeah so and that's just not like we are beings of oneness so being in this world where there's literally like you're either this side or you're this side and you're they're like fighting and there's no agreement and there's like no love like that just takes a toll on people energetically whether you're thinking of like the minute details of the different campaigns or even just energetically like feeling the separation that's happening. It's just like, it's not natural. It's not natural. And it's forcing people, like you said, to align with one side. And then Mm -hmm. like, well, you might have values based on one, you know, topic, but your values are different on another. And it's, it's hard. And I think it's, it's causing a lot of assumptions and people are assuming things about each other. And that's where it gets dangerous. Yeah. And then there's a lot of bullying. It's like, if you don't believe this, then you must be this. And it's like, ah, 
yeah, it's, it's, it's the wild west. Yeah. I mean, I can only hope just from a spiritual perspective that things have to get better. This is necessary for us. We're shifting, we're moving into a different space. And I I do have faith that it's going to get better, but it's going to be tough for a bit. So we just really have to like, hold on and like lead with love. And that's always been my approach. I will never tear anyone down. Even if I completely disagree with their beliefs. I will never do that to anyone, but mm-hmm. leading from a space of love, I think is just the most important thing we can do. Yes. I love that. And do you have a manifestation that happened out of this, um, recovery from the meltdown or a separate manifestation you want to share about? Um, what has happened? I'm trying to think. Oh, so I have a, um, it's kind of a cool story. I guess it's a manifestation in a way. So I've got a vintage, well, I started a vintage jewelry collection. Boutique, yes. Like, I love ago. everything you have. It's Thank so you. Thank you so much. I love it. It's just so much fun. And I really love like eighties and nineties vintage, like big chunky gold jewelry. And ironically that's like coming into style right now from like a lot of the modern designers, but there's a designer out there that I've adored and he's long gone, but his name is Kenneth J Lane. And I carry a lot of his vintage stuff. And I like randomly was on their website and like they, I guess they're producing newer things, but like based on his older styles. And I just like reached out to them on a whim, you know, and I don't carry any, like, I'm not like aligned with any brands. Like everything I buy is like, I source it. But anyway, I reached out to them and I like became one of their retailers and they invited Ooh. me into the showroom. Yeah. And like Net-A-Porter carries him, like Saks Fifth Avenue, like Neiman Marcus, like super high-end retailers. And like, here's a little old me, like the champagne diet, like getting invited to the showroom to go look at exclusive pieces. And it was just such a cool moment because most people, like most people don't know him. Like he's like a, a kind of like a, like a really niche designer. I mean, if you know vintage, you know him, but like you know, it's not a name like Gucci or Chanel yeah. or like a huge brand, you know, and the way that it kind of happened was just really cool. So I was super excited to be online. I've read like his books and it's just, it was a really cool experience. Well, and I love too how you're like, okay, I'm, I'm choosing self-development, but then it's like, no, I'm going to find a way to pull my other love of fashion into this as well. And I think that's, I think where a lot of people are at right now where they're like, okay, I'm kind of doing the masculine business stuff, but how do I bring more of like my passion into it? So I love how you're just like, okay, I know it's not totally related, but I'm just doing it anyways. Yeah. And you know what? It always comes back to like the same mission statement. And that's what I love to teach on when it comes to personal branding. Like your, my mission is to empower women to be bold, to put themselves out there, to mm-hmm. have confidence, to create their, li- their dream lives. And mm-hmm. the jewelry, I personally feel like the jewelry I curate for my line is that bold jewelry. I actually had a woman reach out to me. She's an attorney. She's a, an attorney in the fashion industry. And she bought a pair of these gorgeous, like bold gold, like lion earrings. They were Kenneth J. Lane actually. And she told me that she went to Capitol Hill to go and like, basically like fight for this bill to be passed. And she wore those earrings. And she's like, I felt so unstoppable in these earrings. They gave me so much confidence. And I was like, yes, that's why I do this. That's Mm -hmm. like, whether you read one of my books or you come to my Academy or you do a program with me, or you buy my jewelry, like it's all really leading you to the same place just to feel powerful. So I think no matter what you're doing, if you can always kind of relate it back to your main mission statement, it will make sense to people. Yes. Preach. I love that. Love that. Love that. So you also have a $10 off a month offer for us. Yes. So if anybody wants to come to the style your mind Academy and take part in our community, it's honestly like just such a like phenomenal group of women. Everybody is positive and like-minded 
the group is $29.99 a month, but if you use the code, I created it just especially for your listeners. So nobody else can has access to this. It's champagne diet. If you put champagne diet in as your code, it will take $10 off. So you get to come into the group for $19.99 a month. And it's the style, it's styleyourmindacademy.com. But if you, you know, I'm sure you'll link it, but like, that's just, if you use the code champagne diet, you guys can have a special offer and take $10 off a month. And I hope that you'll join us. Thank you. I'm like, so in, thank you. Awesome. Well, this has been so fabulous. I think we've all gotten a dose of bold inspiration today, Kara, where can everyone find you? Thank you, Amber, so much for having me. Thank you everybody for listening. I'm so grateful to be here. Um, you can find me at the and from there you can find my blog, my books, my podcast, all the good stuff. And I am on Instagram pretty much every day <laughs> at <laughs> the champagne diet. And then your shop is shop the champagne diet, right? Um, it's the champagne diet shop.com. So, but you can like access it from my site. So you'll see it like in my Instagram bio. Okay. Perfect. Amazing. Yeah, but- yeah, we'll link you guys to everything. Go shopping, go join the online community. I'll see you guys in there. Kara, thank you so much. This has been super fun and everyone, thank you for listening and we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you've got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakragirlco and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot, the Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.